SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. I do. I think, you know, I think that, you know, going through that experience, I think the experience of going uh, through the NCAA tournament, you know, having gone through playing an unbelievable Baylor team in Texas and, you know, having to play a really great St. Peter's team very close to their home. We've had to block out the noise all season. At times, we haven't done it as well as we should at the beginning of the year. But the latter part of the year, I think the guys have done a tremendous job of that. And so, and I expect them uh, to be able to do it this week. Yeah, what Hubert's done with his in his first year to get his team uh, to do that is magnificent. And same thing for our guys. It's uh, it's unbelievable. And we should take joy in that. And then now there's another there's another one and this one leads to the national championship. Welcome to Opposite Picks right here on Sports Grid Radio on this Thursday morning, 11.03 Eastern Time. Here's truly Scott Wetzel sitting in for the next 60 minutes, actually 57, taking your phone calls at 844-843-6879. Again, that's toll-free, 844-843-6879. You want to send a tweet, it is at Opposite Picks. That's O-P-P-O-S-I-T-E, Picks, P-I-C-K-S. Email me. Go to the website, OppositePicks.com. Hit the contact Scott icon and fire away. <coughs> yeah, what's going on there, LLs, loyal listeners? How are you on this uh, overcast, dreary type of day on a Thursday? But uh, we are one day closer to April when really spring is supposed to start, although technically it started uh, last week. But uh, a lot going on for sure. We got some football news. We got a little bit of everything. The buck stops here. Teacups dropping the ball. Five down, one to go. Over-unders are out. Uh, fitting soccer story. Mr. Sellout turns into a Michigan man and leave it to LeBron. We'll get to all those stories, plus your phone calls, pyramid plays, open parlays, and, of course, opposite picks all coming up this morning. 844-843-6879. Uh, yes, the big story out of the NFL as uh, Bruce, uh, I was going to say Bruce, Bruce Willis. Uh, Bruce Arian stops, uh, steps down, no longer head coach of the Buccaneers. Let the rumors and the innuendos and the suggestions and the conspiracies all begin. It's amazing, isn't it? You know, I love conspiracies. You know that. And whenever I throw out a conspiracy, ah, you're a dope, you're this, you're that, that's stupid. You know, but then when, like, it's okay to have a conspiracy, even though there's no proof, no proof whatsoever about Tom Brady and Bruce Arians and then Brady forcing Arians out if he was to come back. That's running rampant on social media. It, it is just remarkable. I don't know where. It's amazing with Tom Brady. I mentioned this last night on Endgame Live. You know, he's had two stops, so it's not been four or five. I get that. He's played for two head coaches, Belichick and, and now Bruce Arians, right? But both stops, he's had this mysterious relationship. You know, did he get along with Belichick? Didn't he get along? You know, who was the, the architect of really at all? Who gets most of the credit? Was it Brady? Was it Belichick? They didn't like each other. They did like each other. He wanted out. You know, you have that little mystery that never really got answered, but it seemed like there was something there between the two that caused a little bit of a rip. But you didn't really, you know, get any real facts except for Belichick wanted to be the head coach and Brady wanted to be the head coach as well. 
And then I get one year, two years into Tampa Bay. They win a Super Bowl. You know, they, they probably would have won one last year if not for all their injuries. And I know a lot of teams can say that, but it's especially true with the Bucs. And yet somehow or another, Brady and Arians didn't get along. And there was this rift and this fighting and this. I mean, it's and yet outside of uh, what? Arians calling him out a couple times, which people really actually appreciated because, God forbid, you didn't kiss Tom Brady's ass. That some, you know, somehow or another, they didn't get along. And now he's going to force, uh, you know, if he's going to force Arians out, why would he not get his guy in? That, that That's what I would throw at you. You know, his offensive coordinator, Byron Left, which was applying for jobs, didn't get any. Um, and you would have thought that if Brady had the power to get a head coach out, he'd also have the power to get his head coach in, right? So if they're going to hire someone from within, you know, they're both minority, both black head coaches, why wouldn't Brady say, uh, forget about Bowles, he, he's, he's a loser, he played with the, you know, coached the Jets. Uh, I want my guy, Byron Leftwich, in there. You know, I mean, so it really doesn't make any sense. It doesn't, but it's kind of weird, you know, the timing of it all. Um, but, you know, is there ever really a good time to step down? You can always kind of speculate why, when, where, how, you know, wh wh why right now. But it's been a couple of months, and maybe he just, you know, it's, it's starting to get the grind back up again, right? they got the draft coming up, and I can see Bruce Arians saying, you know what? I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to go to the combines. I don't want to study game film. I, I, I just, you know, 69 years old, he's had many health issues. Uh, let me go upstairs. I'll still collect a paycheck. I won my Super Bowl. Is your Hall of Fame head coach? Probably not. Probably didn't do it long enough. Uh, even though he did a good job as a fill-in with, with um, you know, with Indianapolis, but he pr probably not. Uh, and maybe one more Super Bowl win would put him over the top. But you know, sometimes you just say, "Yeah, what the fudge? Who cares?" You know, whether I'm a Super Bowl winning head, whether I'm a Hall of Fame head coach or not. Uh, I, I don't need that kind of thing. And he, he seems to be that type of person where I don't think he necessarily needs someone to have a pat on the back. So he's out, and then uh, I, I guess Brady is in, but now we're talking, you know, it's funny. We have one side on social media saying that Brady forced Arians out because he doesn't like him, blah, 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 so he's staying in Tampa Bay. Then we have the other side on social media saying, okay, this move is a precursor to Tampa Bay, breaking it all down and, and trading uh, Brady to our beloved Miami Dolphins. Are you, you know, w which one is it? Did he force him out or didn't he? So, But the uh, Brady to Miami Dolphin rumors uh, are back again. I'm telling you, you put Brady on the Dolphins and they would go from where they are now to... One of the, what, top two, three, maybe four teams to win a Super Bowl? Uh, Dolphin fans, it could happen. Just getting underway. Opposite pick, Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Just a, a, a great coaching staff, a great coach, and uh, guys who are are willing to uh, put winning first. You know, um, I think that we've done that all year. I thought we played with a uh, with a great determination this year. Um, I thought we played with a, a, a great mindset, and you know, we got to we got to fall back on that right now. Um, I don't know how the situation is with the uh, with the standings and everything. I, I have to educate myself on that. Either you guys tell me now, or I'll tell myself later. But you know, we're, we're fighting. We're fighting, and um, these games ain't gonna get any easier. 
you know, it's going to get much, much harder. So if we, if y'all think that today was tough, you know, when we get to April 14th, you know, it's going to get really, really difficult. So um, we got to figure out ways how we're going to, um, you know, expose people boxing wanting me or triple teaming me or through half court already putting somebody on me. So we got to find ways to counter that. You know, we got, we got, we got time. We got to go to the drawing board. We got games to warm ourselves up for the playoff run and, and, and figure out how we're going to do that. Wow, that is, uh, you know what, Andrew, save that cut. Because uh, we will be playing that for the next uh, 10 years, uh, as long as we're here. That pretty much sums up and validates everything I've been saying for the last, you know, 25 years. Players just are, are idiots. They're bozos. They're, they're just lazy. They don't care. They're like my wife in the kitchen. Who cares? <laughs> I'm not doing it. You know, they have no idea. I've been saying for a year that it was Carl Anthony Towns of the Minnesota Teacups who are blowing our 36 to 1 ticket. The Jazz are doing everything humanly possible to blow their division lead and, oh, by the way, the number six spot now in the Western Conference, which is the all-important number six spot. You can kill the music, Andrew. Kill the, kill the music. When I start talking, you can just basically fade it out. Um, you know, and the all-important number six spot, because now you don't have to deal with the play-in nonsense, which means, you know, you, you could uh, get knocked out, obviously, if you're into playing games, if you lose a couple of games. So, but he doesn't even know. That's the leader of the team. You wonder why the teacups have been underachievers for the last four or five years? There you go. The leader of the team doesn't have the wherewithal slash interest to look at a newspaper website and figure out where his team is in the standings. I had never heard of such a thing, especially when the six and the seven spot is so different. You know, if it's uh, four versus five or five versus six, ah, who cares? Yeah, we're somewhere in there. But if you get in the number six seed, you're automatically into the real playoffs. If you get in the number seven spot, which is where they are, then you have to deal with the play-in game. Again, you got to beat the team, or if you lose, then you got to beat the other team. You know, the NBA, is, it's called cockeyed now. It's dopey. Um, but it is what it is. And, and, and so there is a difference. And, oh, by the way, they can win the division. Now, there's not that many perks to winning the division outside of us cashing our ticket. But that said, you know, they could win their division as well. And, and this guy, the leader of the team, doesn't even know. Oh, uh, brother. And, uh, you know, the way the Jazz have been playing, they've lost five in a row. They don't know if they're coming or going. They're no longer in first place. Thank you very much, Denver Nuggets. And it's been there. We, we, we had the ticket 36-1 to 1 that we bought about a month ago. I told you, you know what, to win the Northwest Division. And, again, uh, I'll give you a dollar for every uh, 50 cents. So you, you name all five teams in the uh, Northwest Division. Um, they have a chance. You know, if everything fell the right way, the way Minnesota was playing, you know, if, if we could get Utah to lose and the teacups continue to play well, they could actually, you know, win this division. They were only like six, seven out uh, with about a month, month and change left. And the Jazz have held up their end of the bargain for sure. Like I said, losing five in a row, uh, six of a ten. Uh, what is it, nine of 15? And yet Minnesota can't, uh, they're back to being the teacups. Five and five, two in a row, losing the lousy teams. That's around not a lousy team, I get that. But yeah, not even competitive anymore. They lost to Orlando. They're losing to, you know, good teams, bad teams. And then, then we got Carl Anthony Towns, who I like and root for. He's been through hell and back with the COVID stuff with his family. Uh, he doesn't even have the time to open up a newspaper and find out where they are in the standings. And that, that's pathetic. That, that, and again, 
You wonder why certain teams underachieve? There you go. He's not even interested enough to know where they are in the standings. They win that game last night, and now they're two back, and they play Denver next, and they got a bunch of scrubs after that, and you got the Jazz struggling. So they kind of control their own destiny with Denver and uh, with, with Utah struggling. There's a chance they could win that division. And again, it's not that big a deal winning the division. It's more so, you know, for us it is. That's our bet. But for a Minnesota standpoint, you want to get out of that number seven hole. You want to get into the six or, God forbid, even the five hole. And, and they're only, you know, heading into last night, they were only two back. Man, frustrating. We should have cashed that ticket. We, I mean, we still have hope. But they got to make up three games now with five left. They do play Denver, one of them, so they kind of control their own destiny there. So it could be two games with four left. So we still have this little slither of hope. But, man, 36-1, to it was there. It was there. It was there for the freaking taking. Unbelievable. Uh, One thing that is there. Thank you very much. Uh, the Washington Wizards of all team came through for us last night. Cha-ching, cha-ching. That was our big play of the day. It hit. They blew out the magic. Laid only three. That was a gift line. I guess the boys in Vegas just didn't know what Wizards team was going to show up because they had lost the night before to Chicago. But I didn't think they were going to lose back-to-back games. Uh, but, you know, they were on the cusp of really being eliminated. But this was kind of like maybe their last stand. That's what I hoped. And it was the Magic who had won, what, 10 games on the road all year. And I'm getting Washington laying three only. So we uh, put the, our fifth leg of our six-team open parlay on the Wiz last night. 541 bucks to win 474 and it won. So now we're at $1,115. It's a modest total. We've used a few favorites here more than we normally do. That Brooklyn one was the one that really kind of, you know, counted, but it didn't count. So, but we're at a thousand bucks. So where are we going tonight? We could go conservative. We could take the Jazz. They're not losing to the Lakers. No LeBron, no AD, uh, even though Utah is struggling, like I said. But I don't. I, I would be shocked if they lost at home after Donovan Mitchell called them out. We could take Colorado laying minus 365 against San Jose. But that's not going to get us enough money. We could go with Dallas playing the Anaheim Ducks who have lost 10 in a row. You know, winners bet with streaks, losers bet against streaks. But... Uh, they beat Anaheim their last game. They, they're playing a back-to-back against the Ducks. Nah, that's, that's tough beating a team back-to-back. Could go with Carolina against Montreal, laying 420. But I tell you, this Canadians, they've been playing halfway decent hockey, so I'm, I'm not doing that. Chicago's blown back-to-back 4-0 leads. We could go against them with Florida, but again, I, I just don't trust these hockey ones to close out the deal. So... I'm not going to go crazy heavy uh, favorite because we need to, you know, I got a lot of bills, so we need to cash this one uh, to make it a decent amount. So we're going to go over 224 Lakers Jazz. $1,015 to win 923. So it's a minus 110 bet. If we win... We cash our ticket at $1,938. Not bad. Not bad. Not as high as we've had. Uh, we, we've had uh, we've cashed tickets that were in the five, six, seven, eight thousands last year. So, but you know what? We're 0 and 8. So we need to we need to bring some money in. 
So we're, we're going to go over. Now, if you really wanted to go conservative, you could just hedge right now. But eh, we're not going to do that. What, what's the fun in that? Normally, I would, but we're behind. So we need to cash this ticket. So we're going to go over 224 Jazz Lakers tonight. Why? With no LeBron and no AD, you say? Because that means no defense. They don't play any defense anyway. Uh, they're not going into Utah and playing defense. Jazz are all pissed off. They blew that 25-point lead the other night against the Clippers. Uh, no lead is going to be big enough after you come off a 25-point blown lead. So they're going to score, score, and score some more. Mitchell called them out and everything. Uh, unless this is 130 to 85, the over 224 is the way to go. So over 224, we're laying it on the line. And we're going to start a new one, and we will take the Avalanche, Colorado, uh, minus 365 against San Jose to win $100 to win 27 Opposite picks, phone calls coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. It's all free telephone number again. Eight four four eight four three six eight seven nine. Yep. So we're Scott Wetzel Ops Picks uh, Radio right here on uh, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel one five nine, and your local radio affiliate all around the nation. Uh, so we're gonna lay it all on the line on the uh, over Jazz Lakers tonight. Why not? Again, we could go conservative, and I really probably should, especially since we're zero and eight since we returned doing this on the radio side of things. But you know what? Ah, uh, what the fudge. Well, let's roll the dice. So let's go over. I don't think that's going to be a low-scoring game. <laughs> I really don't. I, I would be surprised. So, 1000 bucks basically. Thou you should have right around 1000 Each Each line is a little different. So I, I got 1015 if you've been following along. Uh, we're going to lay that on uh, the over Lakers Jazz to win 923 And that will bring our total to uh, just over $1,900. And we're going to start another one tonight. <clears throat> we're risking $100. We're going to take Colorado, the Avalanche, laying minus 365. It'll be a modest win, 27 bucks. But you know what? That's okay. Uh, as we did that a couple times with the other one. It, it builds. You know, we could win $2,000 with the other one. So you take the little win and you move on if it turns out to be a victory, as it should. So uh, especially with San Jose playing last night, and they suck, and Colorado was off last night. So I, I'd be really surprised if Colorado lost this one. So we'll take it. We'll, we'll take the easy win if we can get it. So. A hundred bucks, you put risk. You know, you're not putting 365 to win a hundred. Uh, the goal is, and our, our aim is, we're only risking a hundred bucks on this stuff to win 27. Our uh, third period open parlay uh, that we use a half a unit, which for our purposes is 50 bucks. Uh, we hit with over one and a half San Jose. That's leg number one. So we won $30 on that one with the VIG. <clears throat> so we're going to take that 30. I added to obviously the 50 that we're risking. So now we got $80 and we're going to go over one and a half goals, third period, Florida and Chicago, minus two to one. So we're going to risk 80 to win 40, leg number two. Um, and then our underdog, ah, we came close. We came close last stinking Buffalo Sabres. They had 50 zillion chances to score. They couldn't. They go to overtime. Nobody scores. They go to a shootout, and ah, Winnipeg beat Buffalo. Fudge. Only the second leg, but still, we got to start all over again. So, uh, back to the drawing board. We'll scratch that one. We're now 0 and uh, 12 for minus 600. We use a half a unit. So, where are we going to go tonight? We're going to break a cardinal rule of ours, but rules are made to be breaking. 
Uh, we're going to go with the Anaheim Ducks. Yeah. I know they've lost 10 in a row. I get that. But they lost to Dallas their last game. Overtime game. Dallas isn't anything great, great. They're good. Certainly better than Anaheim. But it's it's tough to beat a team twice in a row. It really especially a team that's got to be all pissed off. They want to snap this losing streak. So I'm getting plus 150 at home with Anaheim. Uh, again, I'm going to break the Cardinal rule, and we're going to go Anaheim plus the 150 with our underdog open parlay. Half a unit, so it's 50 bucks. And we're 0-12 so far, so we need to make up some ground uh, on, on that one. So um, our pyramid plays, we'll get to that. We split with our hockey over third periods last night, four and two over. It's it's slowing down. It is. Um, I played them all last night, four and two last night, five and four Tuesday, three and two Monday, five and three Sunday, which is all positive. But when you're laying a buck seventy two to one, you know that a lot of those days are losing money or or barely winning any kind of money like last night. So, but we're still since we've been following this now, one hundred and forty seven up, sixty eight down. So we're still well over two, two and a half to one on the positive side of things. I'm still waiting for that disastrous two and eight day. We might get it tonight. Don't know. I'm going to play them all again tonight. I'm going to risk it, and then uh, we'll see what happens. So we're we're just, you know, we're either waiting for that two and eight, or we're waiting to get back on the eight and two, nine and one side of things like we've had so, 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 so many times. Uh, real quickly, Jamie, before we get to the phones, 844-843-6879. I, I, listen, I don't understand soccer. Someone explain to me how the United States loses yesterday, but somehow clinches a wild card or a uh, World Cup spot. Canada loses yesterday to somebody, who knows who, who cares, but somehow clinches the number one spot in its division. I mean, you talk about a fitting story in soccer, losers for losers. The two teams that lose both get rewarded for losing. I mean, what kind of dopey sport do you guys have out there? My goodness. It's like, you know, awarding the Cincinnati Bungles the Super Bowl. Why? Because we lost. Oh, okay. That makes sense. I mean, how the hell does USA lose 2-0 to, uh, who the heck knows who they were playing? And Canada loses, I think they were 2-0 as well to whoever the heck they were playing. And yet somehow or another they advance on. What a dopey sport. I mean, really, what a dopey sport. Man, I am so, so uh, the only thing that worse it would have been if it would have been the women. Thank goodness it's going to be in, a, in guitar, not in drums or bass or, or string, string uh, you know, instruments. It's going to be over in guitar. And it's going to be like eight hours later. So it's going to happen at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Hopefully no one pays attention. Hopefully we lose all the matches and just get done with it. Ugh. This soccer taking over our world. It's amazing. 844-843-6879. Dom, our usual leadoff guy. Not always, but sometimes. Uh, starts us off on this uh, uh, Thursday morning. What's going on, Dom? How are you, bud? I'm good, buddy. How are you? Good. Yeah. You know, uh, Scott. Scotty, I told you earlier, and I you know, told you so. You don't let AG call about soccer. Just hang up on. Him yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, know, you get in. You get in by losing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. That makes no I mean, sense, right? Uh, I mean, dopey. You know, no sense. You know, I wasn't actually going to call today. I was going to leave some room for others, but something came up on the Dolphins, and I, I had to call, but. Uh, by the way, on your uh, couple things on your betting, uh, always leave it up to Buffalo. You know they'll they'll knock you out. Don't worry about Buffalo; they're always right there. 
And yeah. I, I told you that, that if I was doing the 16 open parlay, that I'd never reach six, that I would cash. And uh, you somewhat agreed. Now, are you up a thousand on your six teamer? Yeah, yeah, we're up only a thousand bucks. So we got to double down. If it was yeah. like three or four thousand, I definitely would hedge, but not a thousand. Yeah, I'm, diff- I, I'm different. I, I guess maybe I've lost my courage. I would, I would take five and then keep going with five. That's what I would do. But hey, to each their own. Scotty, uh, something came up on the Dolphins. I had to call. You didn't mention the Dolphins and the Super Bowl in the same sentence, did you? That couldn't <laughs> yes, be. I did. Yes, yeah. I did. Yeah. Actually. You did? If they get Brady. Well, it must, well, yeah, John, <laughs> if they get Brady, they're not getting Brady, really. I mean, you made a little sense with the ownership. But, Scotty, he's got a piece of New England. That was the deal right from day one with all these smaller contracts he was writing. You know, he, he's got a deal in writing, no doubt, with, uh, with Kraft that he owns part of that team. You know, that, I mean, him and his wife actually have enough money, you know, to pay for a piece of the team plus what they're going to yep. give them. So he, that, that, that's what's going to happen up there. Hey, my opinion, you know, once in a blue moon, I'm wrong. So last thing quickly, Scotty, you guys mentioned it. No talk about baseball it breaks my heart. It breaks yeah. my damn heart, Scotty. It is amazing, hey, Dom, and I appreciate uh, I appreciate the phone call, bud. It really, uh, you know, I'll start last. Uh, last thing first. It really is amazing how there's been no buzz about baseball. Um, it's just, uh, and, and Andrew, you can disconnect him. Um, it, it just, it's baseball starts in a week. This time next week is is opening day. Nothing. I mean, you know, here in New York, you're, you're getting some stories, obviously, out of the Mets and Yankees. But, you know, nationally, um, you know, talking to buddies, well, I can't wait for the season to begin, right? Who's going to win? And, and nothing. Nothing. You, you would have thought this was either in the middle of July or in the middle of December. I, I mean, I can't remember another year where there has been so little talk. Now, I personally, I appreciate that. I hate preseason talk, whether it's baseball, football, whatever the case may be, spring training, who cares, and, and football and everything else, summer camps, who cares? But it's a mar- it's, it's amazing. And, and I know I looked on FanDuel last night, and during our in-game live, they didn't even have over-unders posted. Now, like 15 minutes later, I mentioned it. I guess they were watching, which is fine. And then they did, but maybe they forgot to put them up. I don't know what, but they weren't there. Then they were there. Uh, but other than that, you haven't even talked. Remember the big debates we would have this time of the year, over-unders and who's picking winners. And, um, you know, we all love those bets. They're stupid bets. I shouldn't say stupid, but they're they're – they're not worth it. They're really, I, I keep on begging one of these sites, please do me a favor, FanDuel, MGM, whoever, DraftKings, do monthly over-unders, please, please. All right, well, you can put every Tom, Dick, and Harry bet up there. Uh, nobody wants to bet a, a future in baseball when it's in April and you're going to hold on to your money until basically October, November. I mean, that's a long, long time. If you put futures up there where you bet the team's total for how many wins they're going to have for a month. Yeah, you'd have to do some work. You'd have to look and see who they're playing, home games, road games, and everything else. You'd, you know, you'd have to do a little work here. That's what life is all about. But that, that would be fun. 
that would get people like, wow, okay, I don't have to hold my money locked in for seven months. No, I can see a team is getting hot, and I look at their schedule. Hmm, they got a pretty easy schedule. I could bet that. I'm telling you, those would be so popular. Why don't people just come to me? I got the answers for everything. It's amazing, except for a happy marriage. I got the answers for it all. I really do. Set monthly over-unders in baseball, but there's been no, no buzz at all. No buzz at all about baseball. Uh, and as far as the Dolphins go, listen, if they were to get Tom Brady, it's a big if. I get that. They would be one of the favorites. They really would be one of the favorites to win it all. Just talking about them, Dolphins winning the Super Bowl is pretty good for me. Opposite picks coming up next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. music means time to take out those padded pencils and get updated music and uh, get set for the fastest and more importantly most profitable five minutes in radio opposite picks what are opposite picks you newbies ask well we give you seven games seven thousand reasons why we like one team and then we go opposite why because despite all the stats trends hunches systems injury reports weather reports and everything else nobody but nobody beats the boys in vegas uh 69 up 85 down and then we went five and two last night cha-ching cha-ching so now we're 74 up and then 87 down so we're uh, dipping into our uh, profit there and getting uh, back on the positive side of things by uh losing kind of like soccer all right here we go first of a seven pack we're going to start with the nit we got the finals between the uh, biggie xavier musketeers and the sec's texas a&m aggies uh i get xavier plus four now line drop from four and a half to four Either way, I still like uh, Xavier. You know, both have had impressive wins, roads to the title game, which is being played in New York. I give Xavier a little extra credit <clears throat> just because they're from a little bit better conference, the, uh, the Big East versus the SEC. I'm getting monster odds here, four points. That's a possession and still be able to foul and still be able to cover. You know what? Nothing crazy, but I do like Xavier in the game, getting four points as well. Uh, give me Texas uh, A&M uh, minus the uh, four. Pick number two, Coastal Carolina plus three versus Fresno. I'm not exactly sure why. Uh, I guess it's debatable, but they're also having the title game of the Basketball Classic Tournament tonight. Maybe they figure two little rocks make a big rock versus uh, each one having their own little day. I mean, one could have had it yesterday, right? One could have had it tomorrow. Why are they both choosing the Thursday? Kind of weird, but again, it is what it is. Here's the key. Games at Coastal Carolina, and they're getting three points. Fresno, only five and eight on the road this year. What about the three games to get to the finals? They were all at home. This is their first road game in about a month and a half. Coastal meanwhile 12 and 6 at home this year so they're a very good home team and again I'm getting three. Love Coastal Carolina. Yeah, give me Fresno State minus the three. Pick number uh, three. Detroit getting 11 versus Philadelphia. We've given you the numbers before, and I'm telling you, all they do is cover. Detroit now 15-1-1 against the spread their last 17 games as an underdog. 15-1-1, and now I'm getting double digits at home, no less. They may not win outright, but who cares? 
When everything is said and done, they're going to cover this spread. Love the Pistons here getting 11. Uh, give me Philadelphia minus the 11. Pick number four, uh, Milwaukee plus one at Brooklyn. Bucks are rolling, so be careful, Eastern Conference teams. Nobody seems to be picking them to repeat. You ask, uh, you know, 10 basketball fans who's winning the East, you know, they'll give you uh, Toronto maybe, they'll give you Miami, they'll give you Brooklyn, obviously. A couple will give you the Celtics. Eh, no one mentions Milwaukee, but, you know, last time I checked, they still got the best player in the NBA. You know, the Greek freak was really not Greek. Uh, they're 11-3 and their last 14 games. They're putting it into playoff gear. They're coming off a nice win at Philadelphia. Nets may have Kyrie back, but you know what? They're only 4-3 and their last seven games. So, and two of those losses have come at home. I love Milwaukee here getting one. Eh, give me a Brooklyn minus the one. Pick number five, uh, Utah laying 12 against the Lakers. Wow, tough pick. Who's worse, Utah right now or the Lakers? Uh, Jazz have lost five in a row, including blowing a 25-point lead against the Clippers in their last game. Lakers, meanwhile, they waved the white flag on the season a while ago. 2-14 their last 16 road games. They're done. 15-22 against the spread on the road for the season as well. You know what? I think Utah is going to come out with its triple-A game after blowing that 25-point lead. And uh, you get that kind of performance against this Laker team this year at this point of the year, they're done. Utah wins by 20. Love the Jazz tonight. And give me the Lakers plus the 12. Uh, a couple of hockey plays. How about Columbus plus 180 versus the Islanders? Uh, Islanders playing decent hockey finally over the last three weeks. Eight and four of their last 12 games, but the ship has basically sailed. They're not going to make the postseason. Here's the key. Their last win came against the same Columbus Blue Jackets, and that's why we're going with Columbus. It's difficult to beat a team two times in a row, especially a mediocre Islander team. So loved Columbus getting 180. Uh, give me the Islanders uh, minus the 180. Uh, pick number seven, Dallas minus 175 versus Anaheim. Ah, the greatest uh, sports axiom of all time is in play here. And that is winners bet with streaks and losers bet against streaks. The Anaheim uh, mighty list ducks. Ten straight losses. Ten in a row. You got to be a bird brain to go against that streak. Even though we are not our little thing there that we're doing. Uh, but you got to love Dallas, right? Minus 175. Uh, give us the Ducks there, plus the 155. Opposite picks. We got a seven-pack of games. We got Texas A&M minus four in the uh, NIT finals against Xavier. We got Fresno Lane three at Coastal Carolina in the Basketball Classic Championship game. Uh, we got the 76ers laying 11 versus Detroit. We got the Brooklyn Nets laying one against Milwaukee. We got the Lakers plus 12 uh, against Utah. No LeBron or AD tonight. Uh, we got the Islanders laying two to one against Columbus. And uh, we'll take the Ducks to break their 10-game losing streak. Uh, plus 150, 155 or so against Dallas. Opposite picks, 5-2 and two last night again, so we're back on the winning side of things. Uh, we'll put those on the webpage, uh, the front page of the website, oppositepicks.com, so uh, follow along. All right, 844-843-6879. Again, 844-843-6879. How about our uh, pyramid plays, Scott, and our shots on goal? Last night, to recap, 
Love Washington. That was an easy winner. Gave you R.J. Barrett. Depending on the number you got, you know, he had 25. I saw a 20. I saw a 23 and a half. I saw it go up to as high as 25 and a half. You know, when we did it, it was 24 and a half. So what can I tell you? You know, we're going to mark that down as a winner. NHL, we had under uh, six and a half Rangers Detroit. That was a loser. What a Ranger backup goaltender, Georgiev. He sucks. Uh, props, our best shot on goal, Chris Kreider for the Rangers. He had six, so that was an easy winner over two and a half. Our play of the day, we said if we're only going to play one, it would be the Wizards laying three. They won by about 15 or so. Our shots on goal, even though we didn't all list them, we went three and three. So uh, Kyle Connor didn't uh, play. He's out with COVID for Winnipeg. Uh, we lost with Ellers, one with uh, Luke Dubois. We split with uh, the Ranger guys, and then we split with the uh, last two Vegas guys. Even though the one guy, Petrangelo, had two shots on goal in the first freaking period, he didn't get one more the rest of the way. Man, it's amazing how many times that actually happens. So we ended up going 3-3. Three and three. So for the, uh, the campaign, our NBA record, 10-9-2, pretty much even. Props NBA nine and eleven, pretty much even. NHL thirteen and nine for plus three ten. NHL props fourteen and nine for plus three seventy five. College basketball eleven and ten and one. Play of the day, if you're only going to play one, we're twelve and eight for plus one seventy. And our shots on goal, we continue to kick ass ninety five and sixty eight. If you're a hundred dollar player, you won thirteen hundred and eighty bucks. So where we're going tonight, Scott? All right. NBA, you heard me say it with our uh, our open parlay. I, I think the best NBA play on the board is the over Laker game, the 224 Lakers Jazz. Like I said, I, Utah's got all the incentive, all the motivation. Lakers, if they want to make the playoffs, they're going to try. Um, you know, them blowing that 25-point lead for the Jazz, no lead's going to be big enough tonight, which means they're not going to call off the dogs. And uh, barring something crazy, I don't know how this game doesn't hit 225. So over 224 Lakers Jazz, our uh, best prop. I'm going to go right back to Paul George. Oh, 23 and a half points. What did he go for 34 the other night in his first game back? Uh, Clippers are playing at Chicago. They they got it only at 23 and a half. So uh, I, I think for sure he'll hit 24. Uh, NHL best play. Not a great day. Uh, I'm not in love with the NHL slate, but we're going to go over five and a half Dallas Anaheim. You play a team back-to-back like that. You know, I think it was 3-2 the first game. I, I, I think, you know, they'll change things up a little bit. I think you'll get six goals tonight in that one. Our best uh, prop, there's a few of them. There really are a few of them. But I'm going to go, uh, even though it's three and a half, and I, I'd like to stay away from three and a half shots. I love the two and a halfers. We're going to go over three and a half Patrice Bergeron for the Bruins, who lost last time out. Um, Toronto beat them, beat them handily. They, they're host the Devils. I think they're going to come out flying tonight. You're going to get Boston's A game, and that means the big boys, Pasternak, Bergeron, Marshawn. I, I bet all three of those guys hit their numbers. So we'll, we'll go with Bergeron, um, uh, three and a half. College basketball will take Xavier plus the four against A&M as the best play. If we're only going to play one, the shot on goal one is tempting, but uh, we'll go over 224 Lakers and uh, Jazz as our absolute best, best play. Other shot on goal, guys. Pasternak, three and a half. Berger, although I, I wrote down two and a half. Let me just check on FanDuel. I'm pretty sure he's three and a half. Um, let me just go there real quickly and see. Any kind of luck, it would be two and a half. Player shots on goal. Bergeron. Oops. Oh, they took him off the board. That's kind of weird. They took all the Boston guys off. 
some funky things every once in a while. All right, so we'll, we'll, we'll just say it's it's uh, three and a half, but it may be two and a half. I'll check one more time before we're through. Uh, Marshawn, two and a half. Uh, for Florida, we're going to go with Sam Bennett. It's two and a half. Barkov, three and a half. Carolina, we're going to go Shreznikov, three and a half. Aho, two and a half. And Tubo Teravainen, uh, two and a half. So Pasternak, Bergeron, Marshawn. We're going with the big three. Bennett, Barkov for Florida. Shreznikov, Aho, and Teravainen for Carolina. And again, post those on the website on the hockey page. So you're all set uh, with that. And then again, if you missed it earlier, um, we're playing the over 224 to complete our open parlay for our, our six-teamer. See the story about LeBron James? Someone pointed out on Reddit, which I, I'm not a member of, but uh, one of the sites that I look at uh, posted this. He's got an ankle injury, right? He leads the league right now in points per game, 30.1. So his big goal in life right now is to become the oldest player to win a scoring title, which is in his grasps. Since he leads Embiid, who's at 29.9, and uh, the Greek freak is really not Greeks at 29.7. Here's the issue, though. You need to play in at least 70% of the team's games to be eligible. He has not yet. He's only played in 55, according to the story. You need to play in 58. They have seven games left, but one of them is tonight where they've said he's not playing. So that means he has to play three out of the remaining six games. He can't just play for a minute because that's going to ruin his scoring average, no doubt. He could go out there and poo-poo it. We'd have to figure out if if the Greek freak and Embiid stayed where they were, we'd have to figure out how many points LeBron would have to score in order to maintain a point one or a point two lead over those guys. But isn't it kind of funny that LeBron's big quest now in life is to become the oldest player and he's coming up short. You want to bet he finds a way to get his ass out there? You want to bet that it's the final three games when the outcome of the season is no longer in doubt, when it appears that the Lakers are going to be, you know, barring a miracle, not making the play-in game, and then you're going to get LeBron to play for no reason? Oh, yeah. And it would be just like LeBron to do that, wouldn't it? Sit out the next four games, have his team lose, be eliminated for all intents and purposes, and then play the final three games. What a loser. What a loser. We'll close up shop next. Opposite Pick Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. All right, welcome back. Opposite picks right here on uh, <clears throat> Sports Grid Radio. Yours truly sitting in. Don't forget the pro football full circle coming up next. I'll be filling in uh, for George tomorrow on pro football full circle, but he'll be here today with uh, with Joe Lisi. Got a note here to this thank you. He's had decided to hold the Derek Jeter Hall of Fame induction tribute night. Oh, isn't that just cute? Uh, September... 9th, Friday, September 9th. Yeah, why do it in the summertime when it's nice and it's warm and people want to go to the ballpark? You know, let's do it in September when uh, we got football on our mind. <laughs> Nobody cares about the Stankies in September. I don't know who they're playing. Who are, you know, now you would think 
they would do it against the Red Sox, right? Wouldn't that make the most sense? I, I would guess. Let me go to the thank you schedule real quickly here and see who they're playing. If they're playing like some scrub team, uh, if they're playing like the, uh, the, the the Tampa Bay Devil Dogs or the Kansas City Royals, that would be funny. Um, or if they played Miami this year, that would be even more funnier. Uh, spring training, second half of the season, September 9th, they, they, the greatest player in the history of mankind for the New York Stankies. They're going to honor him when they take on, oh, yes, the great Tampa Bay Devil Dogs. Oh, yeah, people are just clamoring to get to that Tampa Bay game. What a goof. They couldn't pick it against the Red Sox. They couldn't pick it against the Chicago White Sox. are supposed to be good. Maybe Toronto is going to be good this year. You know, how about throw it in the face of the Marlins if they played the Marlins this year? I don't know if they necessarily do. But Tampa Bay, you couldn't give tickets away. I don't care if Tampa Bay won 100 games last year. You might as well have done it against the Baltimore Orioles, for goodness sakes. I mean, the Tampa Bay Devil Dogs. Uh, thanks for nothing, Derek. We're going to honor you in front of five people at the stadium. Appreciate it. Unbelievable. Uh, what other story did we have a chance to get to? How about this? You see the story about uh, oh, Colin Kaepernick's going to be honorary captain of this Michigan spring football game. Mr. Sellout himself turning into a Michigan man. How about the story of Bruce Willis? Uh, he has this disease that takes basically just rips your brain apart. Aphasia, is that how you pronounce it? Oh, what a horrible disease. Wow, that's sad news. Sad news. Pro football full circle coming up next. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Opposite Picks.